this evening. Lord, we thank you that you've gathered us together, Lord. We thank you that you've kept us through this day, Lord, our going out and our coming in, Lord. Father, as we come to the end of the day, Lord, as the evening is coming, Lord, Father, we just so have love, Father, you've drawn us together in your, in your presence, Lord, because you're desiring to speak to us, Lord. You're desiring to encourage us this evening, Lord. You're desiring to have the Father, Lord, to have another moment with us, Lord God. Father, this hour, Lord, we just want to come to the service into your hands, O Lord. Father's prayer has already been made, O Lord. We just ask that you take the speaker out of the way, Lord. And the Father, you speak to your children, Lord, both here, O Lord, and at home, O Lord. May your presence, O Lord, be made, O Heavenly Father, so preeminent, O Lord God, in every home and every room this evening, Lord. May you be present, O Lord God. May you move, O Lord. Father, there's been many prayers that has gone into the service, O Lord. And Father, we come in here, oh Father, to see you, Heavenly Father, fulfill that which has been asked, O oh Lord. We just ask, O oh Father, that you glorify your name, O oh Lord. We just ask, O oh Father, you, O oh Heavenly Father, will be the Jesus in our midst in our lives, O oh Lord. That you may quicken us, O oh Lord God. That you may make yourself more real towards the Lord. That you may grant us revelation. That you may set us free where we need to, Lord. Father, we come into service into your hands, O oh Lord. We ask that you take the preeminence now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord bless you all. Amen. Thank you, Brother Mark. Musicians, God bless you. Amen. Amen. How many are happy to be here this evening? Amen. I'm sure happy to be here. We thank the Lord for the opportunity to come, and He's always gracious and He's always faithful. Amen. It doesn't matter the numbers, He's always present. Amen. Amen. We sure did enjoy the service on Wednesday. God bless you, Brother Moses. That was wonderful. I probably taking a little bit of the things that you spoke on, so God bless you for that, amen, and Sunday as well was a wonderful service, amen, and we know one of them is on your way somewhere on a journey and a mission, but amen, hallelujah, we're happy to be here, <laughs> amen, well, let's take our Bibles this, this evening, amen, we'll turn to the book of Luke, and it might be something simple, but we just want to encourage ourselves a little bit. Amen. On turn to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 19, a very familiar scripture that we know. I want to read from verse 1 to verse 10. Amen. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, 
for today I must abide in thy house. And he made haste and came down and received them joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the word. Amen. You may have your seat. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I want to speak tonight on he is to pass this way. Amen. He is to pass this way. Hallelujah. Amen. Surely must have been quite a morning at Jericho. It must have been a different type of Christ at Jericho that morning. And, you know, some of the people were, were under expectation to see Jesus come by in the city of Jericho. You know, and, and some of them were didn't really mind whether he was coming by or wasn't coming by. They weren't really concerned about it. Some other people were just, you know, um, kind of skeptic about it and really wasn't desiring him to pass by that city. They really didn't want to see him around in that city. But you see, Jesus had ordained to pass that city, and there was a purpose why he was going by that city. Amen. Because in that city was a man by the name of Zacchaeus that we're talking about this evening. And the scriptures will say that he was a rich man. Amen. He was a rich man. He was a man who had a high reputation. Amen. Brother Branham will call him a businessman. That was who he was, amen. He was a businessman and he had had about Jesus, amen. He had had about the things that Jesus has done and, and he had had about the miracles that Jesus has done and, and he had had about the healing that has gone through in the, in the ministry of Jesus, amen. He had had of, of the day that Jesus went to a marriage that was a Canaan and he took water and, and he told the people to pour water into some empty pots and, and then the water was turned into wine, amen. He had had about the miracles that has happened, amen. He had 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 about some healings. He had had about one of his disciples, mother-in-law, being sick. Amen. And then he walking into the house and praying for this woman. And straight away she rose up and started to minister. Amen. He had had about, you know, the healing of Jairus' daughter. He had had about a centurion. Amen. He had had about a centurion that had a servant that was sick, but had gone his way and had healed him also. He had had a baby the miracles. He had had a baby the healing. He had had a baby the man. And as, as Jesus was on his way to Jericho, there was a man that was sitting on the way by the name of Bartimaeus. And he was blind. And there was reported as come to the city that the blind man Bartimaeus had received a sight. Amen. He had had a baby all these things. He had had a baby him being able to steal the waters. He had had a baby him taking two fishes and five loaves and feeding five thousand. He had had a baby him raising the 
dad. See, he had had a bait all these times about Jesus, but it was one time that he didn't know that he had not met Jesus yet. These were voices that had come his way, but in reality, he had not met Jesus. He had had his wife speak about Jesus and say that Jesus was the Messiah, but he had also had the priest speak about Jesus and say that Jesus was nothing but a work of the devil. But you see, he was just going about with a popular opinion because many people were believing that Jesus wasn't the Messiah and that was which way that he was going. He has taken the road with the, the, the road that was go the road that had the most crowded people. That was the road that he had taken. That was the road that he was heading on, but he had never met Jesus yet. He had never seen him face to face. He had never come in contact with Jesus. See, he was blinded to what the Lord was doing in his generation. He was blinded to what was happening, but it was something about Zacchaeus, and was Zacchaeus had a predestinated seed in him. He had a predestinated seed in him that God knew that this is my son. He was going by Jericho for a certain purpose. And I believe that this evening, I am speaking to some predestinated seed of God. And I want to say to you, don't let Satan lie to you to say that this message is not for you. Don't let him lie to you and say to you that you cannot live this message. I want you to know something. Of course we can live this message because the same Holy Ghost that gave power and authority to the apostles and efficient age is the same Holy Ghost that is here to give power and authority to you young people to overcome. He has not changed one bit. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he's going to be the same forever. Amen. You see, he has seen Zacchaeus. He knew what Zacchaeus was going through. He knew every thought of Zacchaeus. He knew every thought that was going through Zacchaeus' mind. He knew the struggle that Zacchaeus was going through. He knew every question that Zacchaeus had. And there was another thing that he knew. He knew that there was a wife of Zacchaeus by the name of Rebecca that was also praying. I want you to know if you've been a Rebecca and you have been praying, I want you to know that Jesus knows about it. He knows about him. He knows that you have been praying. What are you praying for your son? What are you praying for your daughter? What are you praying for your husband? What are you praying for your wife? I want you to know that Jesus knows about him because he hasn't changed. There is no prayer that you make that his ears doesn't hear. There is no time that you go down on your knees and he doesn't turn around and shut heaven's up to hear you speak. He knows. And you might be a young person either sitting here or perhaps in your home and, and you've been going through some struggles. You've been going through some struggles or perhaps you've got some questions. Amen. And you might be a young person and you've got some questions and you've got some fears and you've got some doubts. I want you to know that Jesus knows about him. He knows your struggles. He knows your fears. He knows what you are going through. He knows your pains. He knows all the questions that are running through your mind. He knows them and deceiving them. He has come to pass this way. Not just this way, but he's come to pass your way. That's the way he's come to pass this evening. It is your way. Amen. Amen. Who is the one that has come to pass your way this evening? It is the word that has come to pass your way this evening. Amen. Paul will speak about it in Hebrews 4.12. And he said, For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than a two-edged sword, pierced even to the devoid and asunder of the soul and spirit. 
and of the joints and the marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and turns of the heart. Amen. He's a discerner of the thoughts and the turns of your heart. He knows everything. There is nothing that is hid from him. There is nothing that you can try to hide and think that Jesus is not going to see it. He sees everything. He knows everything. Amen. Brother Branham will speak just before a line of discernment in perfect faith. Jeffersonville 9 and 63. He will speak and say the spirit is here. He said his spirit is here. He said he knows you. He said you've got one thing to do and that is to believe You've got one thing to do this evening, and that is to believe that he knows. That he knows. He knows what you're going through. You at home, he's just one thing that he wants you to believe. That he knows. He said he knows. And he said, and that's, that's, that's to believe it, to accept it. He said, he knows. You believe that. He knows what, what's in you. He knows what you are. He knows what your desire is. He knows what you have need of. Amen. You know, Jesus Christ, he knows all time. But the one thing about Jesus is that he doesn't just know, but he comes as well. Now, the very things he knows, he comes to fulfill them. Amen. He knows the need you have, and he comes to fulfill that need. He knows the desire you have and it comes to fulfill that desire. He does know because he's willing to come down and fulfill whatever he made known unto him. Oh, hallelujah. He knows it, but he comes to fulfill. Amen. Perhaps you're here this evening or you're streaming in this evening and you were just wondering and you will question. Friends, they tell you one thing. If he knew what Zacchaeus needed, he knows what you need. If you need a fresh experience with the Lord, he knows about it. If you need a rekindling of the fire, he knows about it. He knows everything. There's no one that is hid from him. If you need a restoration of the zeal for the Lord, he's here to give it to you. Amen. You know, there's a man in the Bible, and Brother Moses will speak about it on Wednesday, and he'll call on Gideon on Wednesday. Oh, hallelujah, he'll call on Gideon on Wednesday, and he's a man that is in the Bible. And you know, Gideon was living a life where his light was almost dim out. His life was his light was almost dim out. He was living in a defeated state. You see, the Midianite had come his way, and the Midianite has taken away all the faith that he had, all the faith that he had in Jehovah. The Midianite had come, and they had taken it all away from him. All his confidence were taken was taken away from him. And here was Gideon was left in fear, and Gideon was hiding away. I know that over these two weeks, or over this time that we've been away, I know there have been some Midianites that have been at work. I can testify about it. There's been some Midianites that has been at work that have trying to discourage some young people. There's been some Midianites that have been at work that are trying to take away the confidence of some young people. There's some Midianites that have been on the way that are trying to take away the boldness of some young people to stand toe-to-toe with the enemy. Oh, hallelujah. There's some Midianites that have been going out, that have been trying all their best to take away their experience that you had and trying to bring you back to the very 
pretend that you've overcome. But I want you to know this evening that those media noise, this is their last noise. They are not living this building with you. They are not living your couch with you. They are not living your room with you. These media noise are coming to the end. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, they might have they might have had you. They might have come your way. But there is a time that comes that the end has come. And tonight is the end. This is the time it has come for your end to be. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, these Midianites, they've been trying to fight. But you know, Jesus is to pass this way this evening. He is to pass this way this evening. You see, he was to pass Gideon's way that day at the wine press. He was hiding away. You see, Gideon was not expecting to meet. We meet with the angel of the Lord and Brother Branham will talk about him. And we say the angel of the Lord was not an else but God himself. It was God himself who talked about him. You see, he wasn't expecting to meet him. But God was already under that oak tree waiting for him. Amen. Gideon didn't have any confidence, but God had confidence in Gideon. Gideon didn't have any faith, but God had faith in Gideon. Oh, hallelujah. He trusted in Gideon. He knew that Gideon had what it takes to overcome. You might be sitting here this evening. You might be at home this evening. And you may think that you are not up to it. But I want you to know that he has counted you fit to uh, He has counted you ready. He has confidence in you, young people. He has confidence in you. You know, the restriction may come on the way. That may come on the way. But he's got confidence in you. That's the reason why he has put you in this age. But the Moses will go on to speak about it. And, and he'll bring out a very important and very, a very key point I find on Wednesday. And he'll talk about the Midianites. And he'll say the Midianites from that day that Gideon went and fought the Midianites. That was the last time that the Midianites were ever mentioned in the Bible. That was the last time that they were ever mentioned in the Bible. Oh, friends, I don't know what kind of Midianite you fight him, but I want to call on you, you mighty, you mighty man and woman of Father, that all oh, friends, I tell you, you don't have to walk out of this place with that same Midianite. This is the night that those Midianite are not to be seen anymore in your life. Oh, this is the night that you can go free from those Midianites. Because the time has come, the end of come, amen. Oh, hallelujah. That was the end of those Midianites. They couldn't come in anymore. They might have been taking you in a circle. You build, and they come and they tear down. You gather, and they come and they take away. And I want you to know to see you then, that those days are over. You can gather your increase. You can build your faith. Because the Midianites are coming to an end this evening. The Midianites that has been in your life that have been bothering you are coming to an end this evening. Well, you're going to trust. You have to trust in the word that has been spoken to you by the angel. Because Gideon had to believe that word. Gideon, no matter all the fleas he put in there, he had to believe them. He had to believe that he was called to defeat the Midianite. You have to believe that you have been called to defeat that Midianite. 
God knew that you were going to face that Midianite. You think God didn't know that in the days of churches there was going to come a Midianite that was going to try to disrupt the children of God? You think God didn't know that Gideon was going to be there? Do you, do you think, why do you think God put Gideon at that time? Because he knew that Gideon was the one that was going to be able to defeat the Midianite. Why do you think God has put in you this evening? Why do you think he's putting you in that battle? Why do you think you have on that struggle? Because he knows that you are the one that is going to defeat the Midianite. He knows that you are the one that is going to bring an end to that Midianite. He knows that you are the one that you are going to stand that day at a white throne judgment and say this Midianite was defeated by me. Oh, hallelujah. He knows sir. that's why he has put you here. That's why you are struggling. But he knows that you are going to overcome. Oh, and there's the hero going to overcome. Oh, my, it was blind Bartimaeus. As a sad boy, the way I saw it begging. He had offered his two total doves and for a sacrifice because he had promised God that if he healed his daughter, he would offer the total doves, and so he had done so. He had a lamb that guided him because he was blind. And he had offered it for a sacrifice because he had promised the Lord that if he healed his wife, he was going to give the lamb for a sacrifice. And now here was the case. I mean, I mean, but blind, blind, but Now here he is sitting by the west side and he's feeling lonely. He's sitting by the west side and he's feeling forsaken. It's sent him by the wayside, and it looks like everything he done for the Lord has worth nothing. And perhaps that's why you sit in this evening, just before the restriction is spoken, give it all. And perhaps you've given it all. Over these last two weeks, you've done your best, and you've given all that you could give. But now you sit in there, and it looks like you've been forsaken. You sit in there, and it looks like you alone. You're sitting there and it looks like the Lord is far away. It looks like everyone is far away. It looks like everything is far away. And it looks like no one cares. And that's where it seems like you're sitting. But you've done all that you could do. You've given everything that you could give. But I want you to know there's someone who cares. There was someone who cared. As he was on his way to Jericho, he knew about blind Bartimaeus. He knew about him. And as he was passing by that way, and blind Bartimaeus started to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. He started to cry out to him. Perhaps this evening you have to cry out to him. Perhaps this evening you have to reach out to him. Because he is to pass this way. He is passing you away this evening. You might be feeling lonely. You might be feeling this courage, but he's passing you away this evening. Blind Bartimaeus could have sat there and just be sorrowful in this condition. Even he heard that Jesus was passing that way and he would have obtained no virtue in it. He would have obtained no virtue in it if he sat there and just let Jesus pass, boy. And you're not going to obtain any virtue this evening if you're just going to sit there and just let Jesus pass, boy, in the service. You're not going to attain any freedom if you just let him pass in the service. Because he is determined to pass by your way this evening. 
He's determined to restore what has been taken away. And as he sat there and Jesus walked by, and he cried out to him. But Abraham would say it was his fate that touched him. His fate that touched him. It is your fate this evening that is going to touch him. It is your fate this evening that is going to stop him as he's passing this way. As he's passing your way. You might be sitting in your room and want to know he's passing right by your door. You can let him in. It is your faith that is going to stop him this evening. Because he's passing you away. And as he reached there, and he called, but Tamius told him, so he said to him, what will you have me to do for you? What will you have me to do for you, blind but Tamius? He knew he was blind. Do you think Jesus didn't know he was blind? He knew he was blind, but yet he asked him the question. Yet he asked the question, what would you have me do for you? He knows what you're going through. He knows your struggle, but he's passing you away and he's asking you, what would you have me do for you this evening? If Bartimaeus would have kept quiet, nothing would have happened. And if you're going to be quiet, nothing is going to happen. But I want you to know that he's passing you away this evening. He's passing you away this evening. So in the morning, Zacchaeus woke up. She must have been a strange morning for him. Jesus was coming. Jesus was passing by Jericho. And there he was and... And he was getting ready to go out to meet Jesus. But you see, he was going to meet Jesus with the wrong intentions. He was going to meet Jesus with the wrong expectations. But however, there was something in his heart that was drawing him to meet Jesus. You might not have been willing so much to be sitting in the service. You might not have willing so much to be streaming the service this evening. But however, there was something that was drawing you to it. There was something that was bringing you to it. There was something that was pulling you to it. You were trying to put other things in the way, but there was still something that was drawing you to it. It's because he is to pass you away. That's the reason why he was bringing you to it. That was what was drawing you. What was drawing the chaos was because he was to pass his way. He was to pass his way. And as he got ready, and he left the house, and, and as he was leaving the house, he took his pride with him. As he was leaving the house, he took his reputation with him. As he was leaving the house, he took his old nature with him. He was going to try to meet Jesus with all that, with his pride, with his reputation, with his old nature. But you cannot meet Jesus that way. You can't meet Jesus with your pride. You can't meet Jesus with your reputation. That's not a way to meet Jesus. You have to lose it all to gain him. The scripture was talked about it in Luke 9, 23 and 24. And he would say, 
And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose him. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save The only way you're going to follow him, the only way you're going to meet him on his way is for you to lose your own self. It's for you to lose your mind to gain his mind. It's for you to lose your pride to gain his humility. It's for you to lose your reputation to gain his glory. That's the only way that you can meet him. You can't meet him with your own self. You can't meet him just going as the scripture is saying here. You can't go without denying yourself. You can't go without dying out. There is no way you're going to meet Jesus that way. The only way is to lose it yourself. Is to die to yourself. Because he is to pass this way. And as Zacchaeus made his way and, and got to the place and, and here he was and he was waiting for Jesus to pass by. And remember that he is taking all his pride with him. And he's taking all his reputation with him. But when he got to that place, he started to lay them aside. He started to lay aside his pride. He started to lay aside his reputation. Brother Branham will talk about his competitors coming by. And they started to laugh at him. They started to make fun at him. But he didn't care about it because he wanted to see Jesus. He was determined on his heart that he was going to see Jesus that morning. And so he didn't care about losing his reputation. He didn't care about losing his pride. He was ready to lay it all down because he wanted to see Jesus. He had come to a junction in his life. He had come to a junction in his life where two roads were coming to meet. Two roads were coming to meet at that junction. And perhaps tonight you have come to a junction. We have come to a junction this evening. Where our way and God's way are fixing to me. You've made your way here. You've made your way to your couch. You've made your way in your room. You've made a place ready. You've done everything you could do. Because this evening, your way and God's way are fixing to me. Two ways are fixing to me this evening. And if two ways are fixing to me this evening, I think it behooves us to lay aside our pride. I think it behooves us to lay aside every reputation, to lay aside our formal ways, to lay aside our traditions, to lay aside everything. If you want to meet with him this evening, what two ways are fixing to me? You see, as he stood there and he was waiting to see Jesus come by, there's something that started to happen. As he seen the crowd, as he started to draw nigh and they started to approach, 
And he stood there and, and he was just watching and he was just looking at them. But then all of a sudden, Brother Branham would talk about him that he saw something that was very particular. He saw a certain family that had a baby girl that has been sick for a long while. And the doctor had told them that they shouldn't take the baby out because the moment the baby goes out, she has a very high potential of dying. But you see, that family had heard that Jesus was coming their way. They had heard that Jesus was passing by. And they, they discredited and took out of their mind all that the doctor has said. The church has told them, if you leave and you go meet that Jesus, you can never come back to this place. But they didn't care about it. They didn't care about your reputation. They didn't care about your pride. They were ready to lay it all down because Jesus is coming their way. And as Jesus was passing mighty away, here was the chaos as he was witnessing what was happening. And he saw this little girl who was supposed to be on her way to death. And here she is, she was supposed to die. But here Jesus comes and Jesus reached out to this little girl and give life back to the little girl. And here is the chaos witnessing her. Here is the chaos watching and looking at her. His all opinion about Jesus started to change. Because now he had sent him. Now he had noticed him. How many of us have been in this place? How many of us have seen people who are on their way to death? People who seem to have no more hope anymore. People who seem that they had gone too far. But then Jesus passed their way. Jesus passed away, and you saw the change in your lives. You saw God come on the scene and give life to someone who was completely dying. You witnessed it. I witnessed it. You have sent him. You have sent him take the dead and bring him to life. It might not be in the natural, but you have sent it in the spiritual. And as Zacchaeus looked at them, his pride was torn down. His reputation was thrown out of the window. Now he was really determined to see Jesus. You might have seen examples of people's life. And you've looked and you've desired to live a life like that. Not that you're looking up unto man. But you've seen Jesus in your life. And you've desired to see Jesus in your own life. Well, this evening, he's passing you away. This evening, he's to pass you away. You've thought it was impossible, but this evening, he wants you to know that it is possible. You thought that you were far gone, but this evening, he wants you to know that you are not far gone at all. He's been there all the time. He's been there all along. He knows everything. He was watching you every step of the way. He was right there. Amen. It was at his junction. Little girl has come back to life. They were on your way, as Brother Ed was talking about her. They were on your way to a mouse. 
On the way to Mass. And I started to talk about him. I started to talk about him. And Jesus was to pass thee away. Jesus was to pass thee away to reveal himself to them. To show them that he wasn't dead, but he was alive. They thought that he was there, but he was passing the way to let him know that he is alive. You've been talking about him. You've been thinking about him. You've been wondering where is he at. Well, this evening has come to pass by your way. Tonight has come to pass by your way. Perhaps you have been hiding. You have been hiding away just like Adam and Eve was hiding. You see, they were hiding because they had transgressed and, and they had done wrong. And they were hiding away from him. But I want you to notice something. He came looking for them. He came looking for them. He came by the away. And when he came by the away, he started to call them by name. He started to say, Adam, where are thou? I know what your failure has been. I know what you've done wrong, but where are you, Adam? He had come by his way. He knows what your mistakes has been. He knows what your wrongs have been. He knows what your struggle has been. But he's come by your way. And he's looking for you. And he's saying, where are you? I want to talk it over with you. Because before you fell, oh hallelujah, before Adam fell, he had already made a provision. Before you made your mistake, he made a provision. Oh hallelujah. Oh come on young people, before you fell, he made a provision. He knew about her. And this evening he's come to pass your way. And I said, let's talk it over. I'm calling on you. He's calling on your name. Come, let's talk it over. As it's passing more your way. Come, let's talk it over. Perhaps it's even on you. Look just like Zacchaeus. Just like Zacchaeus. Perhaps this evening you've been heading down a certain avenue. You've been heading down a certain avenue. And you've been sitting on a certain avenue. Perhaps you've been sitting on the depression avenue. Or maybe you've been sitting on the loneliness avenue. Or you've been sitting on the lost avenue. There's an avenue that perhaps you're sitting on. Perhaps you're sitting on the powerless avenue. You're sitting on the cold avenue. You're sitting on a lukewarm avenue. And you've been waiting for Jesus to pass by. You've been sitting on a traditional avenue. But you don't have to stay on that avenue. You don't have to stay on that avenue because that's not where you belong. 
That's not where you belong. You don't belong under the avenue of depression. That is not your belonging place. You don't belong on the avenue of loneliness. That is not your belonging place. Oh, come on, young people. You don't belong on the avenue of lust. That is not your place. You don't belong on the avenue on the avenue of a lukewarm spirit. That is not your place. You don't belong on an avenue of a powerless religion. That is not your place. Oh, come on. You don't belong there. That is not your place. And Jesus has come by your way. He's come by your way this evening. And I say, come over with me. I want to take you to where you belong. I want to take you home. I want to take you to where you belong. That is not your avenue. This is not where I predestined you to be. You don't have to stay on that avenue. It's saying, come over with me. I want to take you home to a place where there is food on the table. I want to take you to a place where there is rest. That is where I want to take you this evening. Oh, come on, young people. He's passing your way. I don't care if you're sitting in your room. He's passing your way. I don't care if you're sitting on your cage. He's passing your way. He's coming by your avenue. You've been sitting on that avenue for too long. But he's coming down that avenue this evening. Is that you don't belong there, my son. You don't belong there, my daughter. You sat there for too long. But I want to take you home. I want to take you to where you really belong. You don't have to stay there, young person. You say, why are you stressing on that? Because the Spirit is stressing on that. The Spirit is stressing on that. They say, you don't have to stay on that avenue. You don't have to stay there. You can move from that avenue. You can move from that avenue because he wants to take you home. 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 And on the way home, on the way home, he want to take you down the street. On the way home, he want to take you down the street. He want to take you down Joy Street for a moment. As we had in home, he want to take you down Joy Street for a moment. He want to take you down Joy Street. And he wants you to tell the devil, you give back everything that you've taken away from me. Come on, young people. He want to take you down Joy Street for a moment. Oh, you've been sitting on that avenue of depression. You've been sitting on the avenue of loneliness. Oh, we're saying, come on now. Let's head down to Joy Street. Let's head down to Joy Street. Bring back whatever the enemy's taken away from you. And from Joy Street, we want to turn the corner. I want to head down to Healing Street. We want to turn down to Healing Street for a moment. And I say, Lord, I am claiming my healing. 
And this evening, I am claiming the healing of my mom. I am claiming him. I am heading on healing through with him. You've had a broken heart. Remember that he came to bind the broken hearted. And he said, let's head down healing street. I want to perform a surgery this evening. I want to perform a surgery on your heart this evening. I want you to head down with me to healing street. This is surgery I want to perform on you this evening. To claim back your healing. To claim back your healing. He afflicted you on your body. I want to take you down healing street. And from healing street, I want us to turn onto restoration street. Oh, come on. I want us to turn on restoration street for a moment. And I want you to tell the devil, you give it back. Oh, I want you to tell the devil, you give it back. Oh, whatever you've taken away from me, you're taking away my joy, you give it back. Because I am a restoration stream. I am a restoration stream. You give it back. Give it back, Satan. You can't hold it anymore. Because we had in that restoration street. And from restoration street, we want to head down to Freedom Street. Oh, hallelujah. We want to head down to Freedom Street. Oh, hallelujah. To Freedom Street. Oh, mine on Freedom Street. I want you to tell the devil that there is no pains. That there is no grave that is going to hold your body down. I want you to tell the devil that there are no chains that are going to hold these young people down. I want you to tell the devil, oh, come on. There are no prison bars that are going to shut me in because I am on Freedom Street. Oh, I don't care what you say, Satan. I am on Freedom Street and I am not turning back. Oh, come on. I am not turning back because I'm on Freedom Street. I'm on Freedom Street. I'm on Freedom Street. On Freedom Street, it's also a little turn. As we bend the corner on Freedom Street, we bend on the corner of Deliverance Street. The corner of Deliverance Street. Oh, hallelujah. He's here to deliver you from whatever you've been struggling with. Hallelujah. He's here to deliver you. We are heading on Deliverance Street. Oh, mine. But there's one last street that is going to lead us home. As we've turned all the corners. And we've gone through all the streets. There's one last street that is going to lead us home. And it's called the Holy Ghost Street. Oh, hallelujah. It's called the Holy Ghost Street. Oh, friends, on this street, it is only a one-way street. It is just a one-way street. The sign on the street is just pointing straight. And the sign on that street is just pointing straight home. There is no deviation on that street. It is called the Holy Ghost Street. Hallelujah. And I want you to tell the devil that it is mine. It is mine. 
Hallelujah. I don't care what you say, but this Holy Ghost read, it is mine. Oh, even if we had it already, I want to refill them over because it is mine. Oh, come on. Because it is mine. It is mine inheritance. Hallelujah. It is mine promise. My God made it for me. It is mine. I am heading down Holy Ghost Street. I am heading down Freedom Street. I am heading down every street to take back everything that the enemy has stolen away from me. Oh, hallelujah. I am taking everything back this evening. I am taking it back. Why am I taking it back? Because I am heading home. Because you are heading home. Friends, I want you to know there is this wedding supper that is awaiting for me. And there is none that is going to hinder me as I'm walking down the street to the wedding supper. I don't care whatever you throw in the way, Satan. There is nothing that is going to hinder me. You know why, Satan? Because I have a chair at the supper table that has my name written upon it. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus is waiting for me. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus is waiting for me. And you cannot stop me. Hallelujah. You cannot stop me. Because Jesus has my name on a seat that is waiting for me. My name is there because my name was in the book. My name was in the book. The supper has been made ready. And I'm on my way home. And every street that I have to go through to get home, I'm going through it this evening. The Midianites that has been fighting me, this is their last day. Oh, hallelujah, never anymore are they ever going to be mentioned in my life. Hallelujah, I want you to declare it this evening. Because remember that blind Bartimaeus had to actually express what he had need of. He had to express what he had need of. As we head down the street. Oh, hallelujah. We ask the musicians to come at this moment. I know where you are, but he's passing by your way. He's passing by your way this evening. Hallelujah. He's passing by your way. You need a touch from him, you need healing from him, you need a closer walk with him. He's passing by your way. Because it's time to head home. You can play something softly. Because it is time to head home. It is time to head home. And he's passing by your way. You know, Zacchaeus went home. After he met Jesus. And as he went back home and he started talking to the Lord, he said to him, I'm going to start doing some restitutions. I'm going to start making some tense rice. If something I've done wrong, I'm going to start making a rice. If I've taken from someone, I'm going to restore back to them. If I have said something wrong, I'm going to make it right. If I've acted wrong, I'm going to make it right. When he met Jesus, it's okay as Brother Brennan would say.
became one. Part of whatever church Brother Brunham was speaking at. But this evening we're not talking about being part of a church. We're talking about being part of a kingdom. And it's the kingdom of God. You might have wandered. You might have hid yourself. But you can come out this evening. You don't have to stay where you are. I just know where you belong. It's come to pass, boy, your way. And he'll give you the strength to go through. Because he knew that you'd be sitting here this evening. He knew that you'd be sitting on your couch this evening. He knew that you were going to be in your room this evening. And he was determined to pass by your way. And he's come by your way. But Abraham will say, we will see Jesus. Santa Maria, 1962. Is that now I believe that today the Holy Spirit has come upon the church. He said, I believe it come to restore all of the palmer worm and canker worm and so forth had eaten down through the dark ages. And now it's been building up till it's right up here in the head. Time now. But the problem is talking about coming back and being united with the head. We are his body, as his bride. And what moves us and what directs us is the head. And the head is Christ. And I said, this is the time that we love and end. That the two are coming together. Christ and you coming together. A union. You say, I'm too young, I'm too small. He knows. He knows, and he knows what you can handle, and he's come by your way to say, I want to come in. He said, for the evening light is the promise of the prophet that it shall be light in the evening time. And friends, we have seen the light. We have seen the message of our age. We have a long weekend ahead of us. But I say come to Sunday service with an expectation. Come to Sunday service to meet Jesus. Because he comes by every service. He comes by every morning. He comes by when you're at work. He comes by when you're at school. He comes by in the evening when you're retiring to bed. Why don't we stand this evening? He used to pass this way. He used to pass your way. Amen. He used to pass your way. You can take back whatever the enemy's taken away from you. You don't have to go on fighting these media nights. You don't have to go on fighting them. There's freedom in this building this evening. It is the year of Jubilee. It is the year of restoration. I think that's an appropriate song. Pass me not a gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry this evening. 
You may be a cry just in your heart. But he can hear us. Amen. Let's sing that to him as we expect the air to come. Ask me not, O oh gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. in the cool of the night and he's calling you saying where are you just as he was calling Adam he's calling you and saying where are you I don't want to pass you by just as you singing this evening and saying I don't want to pass you by but I'm asking where are you at where are you at in your walk I don't want to pass you by I've come here for your sake. I've come here to meet with you. Not with anyone else. I am calling your name. Because there is a scene that is waiting for you. There is a scene on the, on the table that is waiting for you. No one can feel that scene. Your mom cannot feel that scene. Your dad cannot feel that scene.